our world right now is full of babies. If we bring back some bullying, it'll toughen some people up, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just weak, weak men, unfortunately, weak women too, like in their victimhood. And yeah, I think it would be a lot hotter and happier as a collective if we were honest with each other. You're listening to the premier podcast for men who want to not only be better with women, but want to be better men in general. This is the Come On Man podcast. And here's your host, Paul Bauer. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Come On Man. If you haven't done so already, please like, fave, subscribe, hit those notifications. If you are listening on your favorite audio platform of choice, please give us a five-star review and actually write out why you like the show. It helps more than you know. In fact, I'm going to read uh, a couple of reviews that uh, came up on iTunes So Italian boy uh, said back in July, amazing. Love this podcast and everything about it. Keep up the amazing work. (laughs) Thanks, Italian boy. Um, And then uh, Nick0856 said, best podcast ever. He says, I absolutely love this podcast. Best podcast for any man on his 3% journey. Each week is a great topic and never fails to amaze me. All right, guys, I appreciate it. Uh, if you listen on iTunes, give us a five-star review, and I will try to read it in next week's episode. Uh, before I go any further, I want to give a shout-out to the Patreon, patreon.com slash comeonmanpod. Um, I am going to be making changes to the Patreon here coming in January. Right now, there's five tiers available. Uh, the lowest tier is only five bucks, but in January, the lowest tier is going to go to $10. Um, and then you'll be a part of the beer club and you'll be in the beer club credits at the end. Uh, tier two is going away. I'm basically consolidating tier one and two. Uh, tier three, I'm going to raise the price to $50. Um, but you still get unlimited texting from me. And that also includes voice messages because it's it's over Telegram. So you can send voice messages or video messages to me. And I'll, I often respond with video and voice messages. So uh, 50 bucks, I'm raising that, but I'm, I'm getting rid of tier four, which was uh, audio calls. Like no one, no one signed up for that. Everyone signed up for uh, one, two, three, or five. Um, tier five, that's basically staying the same, except for starting in January, instead of getting two calls per month, you only get one call per month. So, um, if you guys want the current pricing and the current, uh, features, you should sign up now and then select the annual payment option. So you basically pay up front for a year, you save 15% off the monthly cost by doing that. And then you'll lock in the current pricing and benefits. So check that out. Um, If you've been thinking about joining the Patreon, like now's the time and select the annual option so that you lock in the the current pricing. Because like I said, everything's going up in January. Um, Speaking of January, starting in January, I'm also going to start doing live streams. Uh, That's going to be... So normally what I do, if you guys didn't know this, on YouTube... Every Wednesday and Friday, what I've been doing is I've been taking a clip from the show and, you know, maybe like that's over a minute long, usually one and a half to three minutes long. And I'll post that on, on Wednesday and Fridays. 
as sort of extra content to put on YouTube. But instead of doing that, I'm going to do live streams. So every Wednesday morning and every Friday morning, starting in January, I'm going to be live. Uh, I signed up for StreamYard so I can do that. And not only is it going to stream live to YouTube, it's going to stream live to Facebook and Twitter as well. So look for that. Um, that should be fun. I, that's going to be interesting, man. I'm not, I, I don't typically like live streams, but uh, the way that it's done on YouTube, it's way better than like TikTok or Instagram, right? Because I could do it in front of my computer like this. And uh, through StreamYard, I can actually see people's comments from Facebook and from YouTube at the same time. So I can interact with people a little bit better. I can show people's comments on the screen. There's lots of really cool controls like that. I've been playing with that for the last few weeks. So I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. And if you have questions, uh, you can go to the YouTube stream and send a super chat, and I will try to answer questions. Otherwise, I'm just going to cover some topic um, every day. Um, you know, it might be a current event. It might be, you know, something that I thought of, you know, something with dating and relationships. It might be something with law of attraction. You'll never know, but, uh, look for that. It'll be every Wednesday morning and every Friday morning on, uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. <laughs> All right. Uh, also don't forget to sign up for the email list, uh, list.comeonmanpod.com. You get free stickers when you sign up. I'm really just trying to uh, get an email list together in case I ever get deplatformed from one of these platforms like I did last year on TikTok. Uh, that way I can reach out to you and let you know where you can follow me. All right. My guest this week is the lovely rabble rousing Morgan May. She came back to the podcast. She did a video talking about why we should bring back bullying. And I was like, yeah, we should bring back bullying. Let's do a whole podcast on that. Now, some of the stuff that we talk about is, is kind of tongue in cheek. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that suffer some mental issues from, you know, from being bullying or from being bullied. Uh, but I think a lot of that is because we're such, we're so coddled now. You know, like you can't say anything to people anymore. You know what I mean? Like back when I was a kid, like you would just get brutally bullied, you know, and you learn to either stand up to bullies or, you know, or you learn to get a thick skin, you know what I mean? And it made you a, a, a tougher person at the end of the day. Um, you know, I talk about how I've lost weight, right? I used to be a, a you know, a fat guy and I essentially bullied myself into changing for the better. You know what I mean? So bullying can be good. And Morgan and I talk about that. Some of it's pretty funny. I, you know, I get, <laughs> I get pretty dark in some of it, but you know what? It, at the end of the day, it's meant to be uh, for the better. It's, it's, it's meant to make you stronger. You know what I'm saying? So think about it. Don't be like, oh no, can't, can't do bullying. Think of it more like, you know what? Maybe I should be able to handle being bullied a little bit more. You know, maybe I, I do need to develop a thick skin. Think of it along those lines and you'll come around. You'll come around. All right, guys, I will bring you that conversation with Morgan right after these words. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, 
Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey you, I'm going to make this real quick. I know you hate ads. If you like this show, if you love this podcast, if you think more men should tune in, then you should consider joining my Patreon. You will be supporting the show, and I get to help more men level up their lives. There's now five tiers available starting as low as $5 a month. It's like buying me a beer and each tier gives you better bonuses. Visit patreon.com slash come on man pod to sign up. That's patreon.com slash come on man pod. One last time. That's patreon.com slash come on man pod. Help me help more men level up and be better with women. All right. Returning to the podcast is one of my most consistent guests. It's the lovely... <laughs> And thought-provoking Morgan May. What's going on, Morgan? What's new with hey. you? Hey, Paul. What's new with you? I'm good. Uh, it's my first podcast in a while, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> For people that don't know, I get a I get a text message about 30 minutes ago. She's like, Paul, I'm still getting ready. Can we push this back? Yeah. Like, yeah. classic. Chaos classic. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, so the, the reason why I invited you on the the podcast today is talk about why we should bring back bullying because you did a TikTok about that <laughs> recently. Yeah. And I just remember seeing that. And it was the, the funny thing is it was the perfect timing because I was actually thinking the same thing. Like, man, we really should bring back bullying, you know, like bring back <laughs> fat shaming. Like let's, let's bring back all this stuff because our, our world right now is full of babies, you know? And I feel like if if we bring back some bullying, it'll toughen some people up, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just weak, weak men, unfortunately, weak women too, like in their victimhood. And um, yeah, I think it would be a lot hotter and happier as a collective if we were honest with each other, you know? And look, obviously not like abusive and like people offing themselves like not talking about that but i think like being honest about like the things you might need to work on ain't a bad idea yeah it's people can't take criticism of any kind mm -hmm. even if it's constructive like they just can't take it and i i think it's just because we're not allowed to criticize people anymore mm -hmm. yeah it feels like a massive like infantilization almost like of the culture like like the more I'm seeing too, like lately, just this um, theme of like, like, think about it, we're born and then we go to school and we have these like authority figures, right? And then like every institution, the health, healthcare system, financial, like we're all just like um, children, like perpetual children with the state, with the government, like, you know, having the government keep our money and then give us the rest, but you know, whatever. It's just this like infantilization, like weak mindset. And I think like bullying and there being such an uproar and you know all this pc censorship culture to like protect people's feelings i think it it's like another symptom of that like core theme yeah it's sad so so your tiktok video it, i mean it's been a been a while since uh, you put that out do you remember what what you were talking about was it because men are being babies was it because like women were like dressing frumpy and stuff and it's like bitch get your shit together like what what, <laughs> what what was your video about do you remember 
Uh, yeah, well, I do call women out for the record. I call women out on um, taking care of themselves and putting pride into their appearance and um, validating hot girls, basically. But this particular video was um, about a, a dude, actually, who like, okay, this girl was dating this guy and everything was right about him, except like when he took her to meet his mom, his mom like airplane fed him food or broccoli. What? It was broccoli. Yeah. Get the fuck out. Like a grown was- man so sick <laughs> no i think they're in their 20s but still like way too old and like but still all the comments- yeah. oh yeah exactly and all the comments were all of these guys like defending this dude i was shocked i was like there's no way that there is like humans on this planet that's like defending um a little like yeah man being uh fork fed broccoli by his mom and like basically chastising her for like being shallow or like not wanting to work on like his issues or t- i'm just like you try like maintaining any semblance of attraction <laughs> after watching your partner like in that position. I'm sorry. So, so the it was the uh, the gal who was dating the guy put, made a TikTok about it. Made a story time, yeah. And my oh. my thesis was like, let's bring back bullying because we're out here normalizing weird shit. Like that yeah. is not normal. <laughs> and yeah. all the guys in the comment section like like justifying it basically. I was like, no, no, that's this is where I draw the line. <laughs> that is that is unbelievable like you would think that man just the videos i post on youtube and the the horrendous trolls i get on youtube you would think that people more people would be behind bullying you know (laughs) (laughs) i know yeah youtube trolls are something else the, the youtube trolls are like next level trolls you know and i'm just i read them i'm just like wow I'm impressed by that one. Thank you. You know, like (laughs) there's been a small hand. There's been a small handful that I've cried over. There's been a small handful that I've been impressed about. And then the like uh, the majority of them, I just I leave out because I'm like, this is it's just girls calling me a pick me basically. Yeah. Or that I've internalized misogyny or men telling me that I'm going to like die alone and I look old. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the, the YouTube stuff, I don't even care about because that's a place where the comments help you in the algorithm right so like you leave a shitty comment great that's just going to make you know the the youtube think that more people should watch this yeah on tiktok (laughs) if someone puts like a bullying comment or whatever you know that it's it's the precursor to being like mass reported you know so it's like oh you know what i need to nip this (laughs) in the bud i can't i can't private it (laughs) yeah i I got i gotta i gotta block this person or or whatever you know uh but otherwise like i don't care you know i just it's it's just your opinion man in the comments i don't i don't care about that it doesn't hurt my feelings there's no one that's made you cry (laughs) no no (laughs) i've cried now now i'm curious now i'm curious like what what has someone said to you in the comments that's actually made you cry or do you not want to talk about it is it just (laughs) that's a little too personal i'm really open book well what was it (laughs) you know what it was okay this is like when i first started on tiktok and i didn't really know the true like like uh how cruel the internet could be okay and so i was kind of like um having and i was having thought-provoking like uh chat with people in the comments and there was this one guy who was like he actually made a good point and i like responded and like he responded but like he he responded with something that was so fucking cruel but like it was shrouded like we were just having a discussion or whatever and i was like oh my god like it just hit because my defenses weren't up okay exactly i actually i don't know i'm not gonna say what he said 
but I get some really interesting comments. comments. Yeah, now I'm yeah. now I'm really curious. <laughs> Which one are you going to try? There's been two. What's the other one? I think the other one was like a weight comment or something. It was, I was really sensitive at that point. <laughs> I was like getting my period. Okay. Don't call into my body. <laughs> Any kind of body comments are off limits for Morgan May. Okay. That's fine. Like That's so, that's so funny. Speaking <laughs> of body comments though. So one of the things I, I wrote down in my notes uh, on things that, you know, I think, I think we need to, to bring back bullying for mm-hmm. is like the obesity em- epidemic. And and that's one of the reasons why my original TikTok ca- account got banned. Cause mm. I used to put out videos basically yeah, not, not just being, I wasn't, I wouldn't say I, a lot of my videos were being mean. Some of them might've been, but that's mainly just for like, they were, some of them are me. I remember even me, I was like, Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> but so, can I go back on his podcast? <laughs> but some of them, I mean, some of that is just, let's just, let's just be honest, it's clickbait. You know, it's like, if, yeah, if it's I, if, marketing. If, if I say something outrageous that gets people up in their fields, it gets mm-hmm. them to watch the video. Right. Yeah. Um, but most of the time, like really it was more about, you know, why are we glorifying body positivity when yeah. we have people dying of like heart failure and, and heart disease and stuff like that, because we have this obesity epidemic, but yeah. oh, well, we can't, we can't possibly say anything about that because that's bullying. It's like, mm-hmm. we need to bring that back <laughs> because people are dying out here. You know, people are dying. Yeah, it's true. I mean, uh, the fact it, to me, it's actually like such a joke. Like you literally have half, half of our country, like overweight or, or obese. And like, mm-hmm. it's, a real issue and then we also have a movement like just accept it accept that you're getting sick and like have like no metabolic function and have like a shit diet just like accept it you know it's like what a cope it's like but it's like you have to be stupid to buy into it I think I'm like and I get at first it could feel like okay you know and being a woman growing up in like the early 2000s like you know and not having super like skinny model body like that like I had more curves um I can understand the need for like okay maybe more representation but it's gone like way way too far and like Sports Illustrated just had what a 300 pound woman on their cover it's just like Mm. I don't want to normalize that I don't and and also like if you're honest with yourself you're a lot happier when you're in shape you know and so it's just completely backwards yeah well there's there's so many there's so many medical issues that could be solved Mm -hmm. by not being fat you know yeah. It, right <laughs> there's really there's uh there's type 2 diabetes would pretty much be eliminated if people just watch their diet it um man there's there's a lot of them too i think uh if you watch uh like a movie like the magic pill have you seen that Mm-mm. magic pill is a documentary but it's like a it's a ketogenic diet like pro okay. pro ketogenic diet type okay. documentary and one of the things that they find that uh going keto eliminates is um it helps people with like alzheimer's uh mm-hmm. you know heart disease you know type 2 diabetes basically all the stuff that comes along with being obese mm-hmm. um ketogenic wow. diet like solves all of that yeah um autism it helps uh, it helps with autism interesting yeah yeah i've done a lot of these like carny carnivore like candida you know just like low carb diets and this is the thing about bullying right someone's reflecting to you like hey like there's something wrong like there's something that's not 
socially and granted there could be toxic things but i feel like being fit is a pretty healthy thing to be like normal in society like something's wrong then you're going to go on your own health journey and find things like the keto diet like that's what we what happened with me it wasn't like a physical thing it was like a it wasn't an external thing it was an internal thing but like something was wrong and i had to figure out what it was and like doing that you know, I solved my problem. I had a problem yeah. versus just like normalizing the problem. problem. Yeah, you, you used to be full on vegan, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, for like 20 years, no red meat and like three years full vegan and destroyed my body, like destroyed it. I was like, okay, like I have to look at this. And I also, looking back, I had no muscle mass. Like, you know, if something was physically wrong. I was just like thin or so like, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't like notice it outwardly, but, um, but yeah, honestly, like, doing zero carb or like little carbs or like no starches it's yeah. amazing for all of that for detoxing the body especially like your brain health like i i've always eaten that diet like for adhd should and we so, should we yeah. bully more vegans i feel like we should bully more vegans. <laughs> honestly i will lead that effort <laughs> to bully the vegans there so the most okay if i could just say like I get hate on from so many different parts of our culture. I get hate on, hated on from the vegans, from the feminists, from like the red pill rejects, from yeah. like, like whatever people who are still tethered to like big pharma. The vegans are always the most fucking retarded. They're always just so stupid. I think it's because they're, they actually can't think straight because they're like nutrient deficient. So. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Doesn't yeah, the, I think the vegans are the ones that are are the types that would mass report videos and stuff on like TikTok or whatever. It's just that a yeah. lot of people um in you know in that space, right? Mm -hmm. They are very left wing and they're very they're very much about shutting people down, which is a type of bullying of its own, you know, if you think yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's all I just think it's all fucking communism. It gives no power to the individual, all mm -hmm. power to like these big institutions or big groups. It's just like, I don't know, like, uh, I, yeah, I think it's bullshit. I think vegans are retarded. <laughs> 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 Hashtag let's pick on vegans. Yeah. Uh, let's bully vegans. Let's bully uh, vegans. <laughs> what do you think about? Oh, oh I was going to say, sorry, yeah. I was going to say the other. So, okay, the videos that have gotten taken down. Feminists are really angry at my stuff. So a lot of like my anti like hookup culture stuff has been taken down. Mm. But the the videos that girls really had a problem with was when I was talking about weight. It was like ugly bad chicks. I don't, I'm just kidding. Like I don't want to use that terminology. But it was let's use that terminology. No, I don't want ugly fat chicks. Ugly fat complained chicks. Well, in, in I was talking your about yeah. I, I literally have a video, <laughs> and I understand. I under I get it right. But like I have a video that it was like a, uh, you know, a video response to a comment on like this super viral video I had about confidence. Right. And like if you're a young 20 something woman, like get out of your fucking head. No one cares. Like you have so much power. Go use it. Right. Yeah. So I, I left a uh, video response saying like, hey, I, I specifically targeted moderately attractive girls in their 20s for that video because they have like the lowest barrier to entry for like getting what they want out of life. Like literally it's just in your fucking head that like you're not living the life that you want. Mm -hmm. Um. But a spinoff I made to that was like, the reason why I talk to moderately attractive girls is for that reason. And like, if you're not moderately attractive, I'm going to have a different strategy for you because like the world is structured in a certain way that you're going to benefit when you're a hot, hot chick. Like you're just going to get the most out of life, yeah. the easiest. So like I have to, and I, I shared a story, you know, I gained a bunch of weight when I was living in Paris and I was like, I've lived both lives, like a hot girl and like overweight and 
I'll fucking tell you which one is better. So yeah. I need to give you good advice for that. But that video got taken down three times. I actually had to like email TikTok's help center and like stalk them to get it back up because it was, it was always ruling in my favor. It just they really hated that one. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll say the same thing to guys because I was I was the same way. Um, I I plumped up to uh 230 pounds. I think I was my heaviest. Mm-hmm. And going out in the dating circuit like that was miserable. It was a miserable experience. Uh, women have much higher standards for men than men do for women. And really? like, weight oh, wise? oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, okay. if you, there's a, there's studies that show that women are just way more selective with, with who they're going to be with. Not that, oh, yeah. and that, not that there's anything wrong with that, but if you look at, uh, what men select, it's, it's mm. a, it's pretty much a, a bell curve, right? And it, it, we basically look at women like, would we bang or not? You know, like it's, it's, it's a pretty, <laughs> <Zeros and ones. laughs> yeah, it's, it's binary, right? Um, women don't look at guys the same way, you no. know, there, there's a lot of factors that go into attraction for women towards men and like it or not. Uh, I don't care what any dating coach says. Uh, if you're a, a fat overweight dude, you are going to have a hard time on the dating circuit. And mm-hmm. if you could just, if you could just lose some weight, you know, you don't have to be ripped, you know, you don't have to have a six, six pack abs and all that stuff. But if you could just be skinnier than the next guy, you're going to do so much better. And I don't think there's anything wrong with telling guys the truth like that, you know, instead of like blowing smoke up their ass and being like, oh no, no, dude, if you're just confident, if you're just confident and approach lots of girls, like it's going to work out. Like it's going to be an uphill battle. It's going to be harder. Yeah. This is what, I, yeah. Like, I don't believe in lying to people. And I think the culture is just doing that because to like save people's emotions in the now, but then like yeah. they're still single like five years from now and miserable. And they don't know why it's like, maybe, maybe go to the gym once a week or once a day, you know, for a week yeah. and then another Twice week. Twice a week. Yeah. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just just speaking of, of red pill rejects, um, <laughs> So, I know you've been more red pill than, than like the last time I was on. I uh, oh, I've, to I've totally, <laughs> I've totally embraced the red pill since I think the last time you were on. But yeah, but um, that's because I finally like really dove into it. I've actually talked to a lot of prominent guys in the space. Mm-hmm. You know, I've 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 gotten a better understanding of what it really means to be red pill. And most of these douchebags that are in the comments that shit on your videos, you know about. Oh, you're just teaching women to be gold diggers and whatever. Those guys aren't red pill guys. Those guys are just uh, like they're they're losers. You know, <laughs> they're 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 MGTOW losers uh, that hate women, and that's not what like the actual red pill guys, the guys that created the stuff and wrote the books. That none of those guys hate women. You know, it's uh, it's more about. Uh, having men level up themselves for the better betterment of men, you know, for the benefit of men. Um, and then like, you know, women sort of come along as a byproduct of leveling yourself up. Great. <laughs> you know? Um, but most of these guys that find their way into the red pill space, the black pill space, yeah. they're antisocial. They're they're overweight. They're a lot of them. Uh, I hate to say are uh, what does Ryan Stone say? They're soft R artists. You know they're they're, they're autistic. <laughs> they're basically they're autistic. Uh, Wait, who said that? That's really that's Ryan funny. Ryan Stone. Um, okay. Yeah, he calls them soft R <laughs> artists. But but they're attracted to that that space for whatever yeah. reason. 
Okay. And so there's a, a lot of those types of guys that it's like, wow, you know, you need a lot of help, you know, and it's, <laughs> I don't know if necessarily these, you know, red pill coaches on the internet are going to be the ones that can help you with that because of you have these, whatever disorder and that needs to be medically treated, you know, <laughs> you should round them up and bully them all at once. I should. That, I don't <laughs> think but, a retreat. <laughs> that's what, that's one of the, that's one of the things where I'm like, I, I don't know if bullying is going to help the, uh, the autists. Communication uh, and intervention. It might, it might convince them enough though, to go, get some real help maybe i don't know i don't know though i was okay so i follow um a dating coach actually on instagram and she was talking about how she's like uh, in a generation above me in gen x and she mm. was talking about how even the kids there was she was talking about this one guy in particular in her high school even in the special education class this one guy was like killing it with ladies like he had always had like a girlfriend or something and she was like if like he can do it there's really no excuse or like like it's just yeah, I, I don't know. I'm sure technology and like we have all these things that are factoring like into it. Like now we're just behind screens instead of like being forced to be around other people. But mm. yeah, I still don't think it's an excuse all the time. Like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I see a cute like downs couples sometimes on my for you page. Like, it's just it's not always an excuse, in my opinion. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you've got Down syndrome, there's a Downs girl out there for you. That's all I'm saying, right? <laughs> She's so cute too. She's like, I've seen her like put on her makeup. Like, I don't know. It's just everyone can find love. I, I believe that. It's it's out there. I yeah. so so going back to um body shaming, mm-hmm. um, I put out on the internet that you know, I've I've personally found bullying and body shaming on myself. Like I look in the mirror and be like, dude, you are starting to be a fat fuck. You know, like I will say that to myself in the mirror, like, dude, what what are you doing with yourself right now? You know, um, that helps motivate me to lose, to lose weight, to get out, to go run. Um, like it's, it, and body shaming is sort of like my, f- my favorite form of bullying. Um, but I, 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 but it's so effective just on myself. I think mm-hmm. more people should do it. <laughs> well, I, it's funny you say that. Cause like, I think the experience is, this is like where like a big gender difference maybe comes in. Like I mm. think because women were, were so valued for that, like that is what yeah. society, you know, subliminally or whatever, like even not so like, uh, uh covertly tells us that our value is and how much we weigh is and how our body looks so like there's so much more pressure and like if I could I mean I have that relationship where I'm like Morgan like stop fucking eating ice cream like no more ice cream for the next like two weeks like it's good to have those uh stricter um you know boundaries with yourself but I think I think I think like I don't know. Tell me with like finances. Could you bully yourself about your finances? Is it like really like more sensitive than maybe your weight? Uh, No, I'll bully. I'll bully myself with my finances. (laughs) If I, if I notice that I'm buying a bunch of shit that I don't need. Yeah. I will. I will have a a sit down talk with myself in the mirror. Okay. (laughs) And it's not a, it's not a nice talk, you know, (laughs) it's like, do what the fuck are you doing? You know, all this used to be money, you piece of shit. Like I (laughs) like I'm mean to myself, but myself, you know, I, I, I respect that. Mm. (laughs) So it's not the same for women. It's uh, you think you think so that sort of leads into the next set of bullet points, which is, you know, I I can understand why people 
are sort of against the concept of bullying, right? Because a lot of people these days are so thick, like thin skinned that they mm. will, we have to say it, unalive themselves. We can't even say, yeah, we can't even say the, the S word, you know, on the yeah. internet because you'll get your video taken down. So they will unalive themselves <laughs> because of, because of, of bullying. Right. Um, yeah. So do you think, I mean, do you, th- I know women, um, like if you bully them about their weight, a lot of them go full on like anorexic and bulimic yeah. and stuff, which is, which is dangerous. Um, yeah. So do you think that, that we shouldn't bully because of that? Or do you, th- what do you think? What's the solution? Where's the line? Here? Yeah. Where's, where, the line? where's the line? Cause we also don't want a bunch of fat people. We've already. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's true. You know, uh, I don't really know. I think first of all, it's up to the parents. Like I think a lot of parents don't do a good job of equipping their children mentally to like be able to have a really strong self-concept and sense of self. So I think mm. if you know you have a high self-concept or self-esteem and then you're getting bullied, you have a lot of buffer in there to kind of like handle that. Maybe it doesn't affect you that bad. Certainly it's not gonna or it has a much lower, you know, chance of leading to anything serious happening with your life. Mm-hmm. Um but uh and, you know, a, a part of me, I definitely think that there's been a culture shift. Like there was way more like, at least for women, maybe you could speak to men, but like um, for women, there's been, I feel like more of a culture shift, like towards inclusivity and not being like a fucking bitch or like relational aggression. Like once mean girls came out and like, you know, our kind of catty, whatever girl talk, girl, like clicky, whatever, there was more awareness to it and more language. So um, it was like less acceptable and that was nice, but like, you know, do you think that movie really changed anything? Cause I, I wrote that down after we were chatting last night about oh, yeah. uh, gender differences. And I was like, is that is bully being bullied for a girl, like very much like the movie mean girls. Oh my God. Yeah. I think, I don't know what's worse actually. And you tell me, but like, it is such a mind fuck when like you're friends with a bunch of girls and like all of a sudden you feel the energy shift and like, you know, that maybe they're texting each other or like there's something was said about you that you weren't there, you know, or like, yeah. Oh my God. I, I was raised especially in like the jappiest, like clickiest, just highly competitive, like a suburb in New Jersey. And so it was so like that. And like, in middle school, like when I was really young. And so it was like ingrained in you and you just had this paranoia about your friends and like, you know, what you wore, there was so much pressure, right? And on the one hand, it made me quite a competitive person, you know, not competitive, but like wanting to do well, high achieving, whatever. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, it's like, yeah, it had its own set set of effects. So um, I do think Mean Girls did something actually. It like brought to the forefront what these relationships actually were and I think now with like TikTok, you see girls going viral when like girls are being mean to them. Like, I think it's more of like, we have your back kind of vibe versus like mm. the mean girls of the nineties and early two thousands. You don't think women are just, they do that because they're just naturally competitive though. I mean, I, d- I don't know if you're going to fully get rid of that. Um, No, women are definitely naturally competitive. And I think it's like taken different forms maybe today, but I don't mm. think it's like, like before it would be like, I don't know, more acceptable and part of the culture for it to be so outward. And granted, I'm, I'm not in high school now, so I don't really know mm. how it is. Like, I think it's pretty but, much the same. Mike, we got a teenage yeah. daughter. It's, oh no, she, she describes it basically just same oh. as, as mean girls. The thing, okay. you know, it's funny, the difference, a big difference between men and women mm-hmm. is um, a guy will insult another guy 
and not mean it, right? But a mm-hmm. but a girl will compliment another girl and not, and mean, not it. mean it. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? So like yeah. guys, one thing that I learned growing up, um, I used to get in oh. fights all the time. Okay. Um, I used to I used to be a very sensitive kid. If someone uh, you know, said something even slightly mean, I was getting in a fist fight. And that went away when I was in fourth grade. Uh, mm-hmm. fourth grade i my mom put me in martial arts and my i you know i talk about it on the podcast uh, every once in a while but being in in karate uh my sensei was just a, a great mentor in my life he was a mm-hmm. former uh army ranger he was very much on you know, big on teaching us about leadership taught us he taught me about affirmations he didn't mm-hmm. call, he didn't even know that they were called he might have known that they were called affirmations but he never said that he would have us read um, leadership rules and black belt rules before and after class, every mm-hmm. class, you know, but they were just affirmations really. And um, I learned in that class, you know, not to let things bother me so much, you know, to talk my way out of fights. And and I didn't get into hardly any fights um, after joining karate. I still got in a couple, but it wasn't like before karate, I had just the worst temper. And one of the things though, that I learned in junior high was I, I I got into a couple of fights. My mom took, put me in counseling and the counselor basically taught me, um, agree and amplify, which I didn't, Mm. I didn't know it was called that until later in life. But, uh, basically he was like, Oh, if someone's making fun of you, just agree with them and, you know, make fun of yourself back and they'll leave you alone because they're trying to get a rise out of you, you know? Mm. And one of the things that I learned after doing that and just sort of making that uh, like a part of my natural um, way I handle stuff Mm -hmm. was that a lot of guys will poke fun at you, not because they don't like you, but because they do like you and they like, they're just giving you you shit. And if they aren't giving you shit, they don't like you very much. Mm. (laughs) So when I was in the Navy, that's how it was like, like my, my Navy sailor brothers, like if they weren't, if they were cordial with me and very like respectful, I'm like, they don't like me, you know, (laughs) (laughs) but if they give me shit every day and you know, stuff like that, and they, they want, you could tell that they wanted to hang out. They, you know, spent time around me and stuff like that. They were just giving me shit. It was just, interesting. it's just like brotherly love at that point, you know, Mm. but it took me a while to, to realize that. And, um, so I don't, and I don't think it's the same for girls. I think, for I don't girls, think so. they're very With much my best friend. We kind of do like we like we like make, but it's never anything bad. It's just we both have this like roasty. I love a good roast. I really love a good roast. So okay. we have that. My sister and I do. But for the most part, yeah, I don't think I don't think a lot of girls can handle that. Yeah, I, I can't. I'm like, oh, no, should I look at that? Yeah, I just I watch my daughter and like her mm-hmm. interactions with with these girls. And my my daughter is like she's like the the queen mean girl too you know like she <laughs> I, can, to see I, I can tell i can tell that she is she walks around like she's the queen bee she will have certain friends and she'll be hang palling around with them for a while and, and then she'll get like sick of them you know and then she'll come up it, it just sort of lay on me like all the crap that she's <laughs> dealing with like her friends and how stupid they are and whatever and i'm just like Sounds like you need a break from that friend maybe for a little bit, <laughs> you know, cause they're, they're getting on your nerves or whatever, mm-hmm. but, but they're, but it's all passive aggressive with women. Yeah, I know. It's exhausting. <laughs> Seriously. I'm like, <laughs> uh, yeah, you have to like really read a lot. It like, 
you have to have a really good pattern recognition. Like women are really good pattern recognizers, right? Like whenever I'm on a date, I, now I like notice it because I've studied this stuff, but like I'm taking in like, you know, thousands of data points about this guy and like women do that. And it's this almost hypervigilance, even in your friend groups or like, you know, if like a slight affect changes, like understanding how to read that or what that might mean for your social standing or, you know, yeah. any of that. So yeah, it could be a lot. <laughs> it's, it's exhausting. I got to a point where I'm just like, if I don't like, if my nervous system isn't relaxed around you and I don't trust that, like, you know, you are not totally here for me, I don't need that in my face. That makes so sense. Much. Yeah. Well, honestly, is one of the reasons why I think a lot of the red pillars um, mm -hmm. teach other men to like, don't, don't listen to what women say, just watch what they do is because, because a lot that women's interaction with other women is yeah. very much like that. They'll say one thing and do something else. And it's like, but the, but, whatever their action is, is always the truth. So it's like, yeah, just don't. Men are like that too. I say that to my clients all the time. Like, oh, sure. Don't yeah. listen to what he says. But yeah, I think it's true for women. Um, yeah, there's a lot of like, there's just a lot of like stuff under the surface with women all the time <laughs> that you have to just watch their actions because you don't know. There's a, yeah. yeah, there's a lot of layers, you know, uh, totally off topic, but that yeah. sort of reminds me. I, I watched a video of this bodybuilder who, mm -hmm. uh, what did he do? He, he basically was, uh, taking some kind of drug that blocked estrogen from his body. Cause he was, he was, he was a bodybuilder. I saw this. I know, so what, you're you, oh, about. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Okay. And he got, got to zero, right? He got to zero. And, and, and so then, yeah. so then they're like, oh, you need to take estrogen again. So he started taking estrogen and when he put estrogen in his body, he started getting like all emotional and started getting like all crazy <laughs> and stuff. And he's just like, it's like, that's what women are going through all the time. You know, they, yeah, I'm pretty sure I cried like earlier today over like a TikTok. It was like this beautiful love story. I'm like, okay, Morgan, no more yeah. social media for like the day. You're, Too sensitive today. Your estrogen is acting up. So, yeah. uh, so going back to people who unalive themselves. Mm -hmm. Now hear me out. Hear me out. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get hate comments here. Uh, but Talk about the heaviest topic on the internet. What right about <laughs> what about as a as a benefit mm -hmm. survival of the fittest? <laughs> we people who are just so thin skinned, they just do us all a favor. <laughs> just eliminate themselves from the okay. pool. You think that would benefit society? Um of course, I, I put this on you. Really so that's <laughs> yeah, right. This is like the most controversial podcast. I'm talking about ugly fat chicks, <laughs> ugly fat like chicks, people and people. Un <laughs> Sorry, I can't say that. Um. Anyways, uh, what do I think about that? Okay, in theory, yes, I kind of understand. Although I would never wish that on anyone. It's very sad to think about. I understand the theory, and I kind of agree. However, I will say. A lot of the unaliving like stories I've heard from bull bullying has been by like literal psychopath kids who are like uh, abused, you know, really like extreme, extreme, totally not okay. Like, you know, like some psychopath shit. So mm. I, I obviously don't ever condone that when abusive, really bad people like target you. I know it could be like a thing and I don't ever want to, you know, necessarily blame people for that. Although obviously there's things that you can do to protect yourself. Just like when you're 14, you're not going to like you know, I, I've learned everything I've learned about like bad people over years and a lot of data. And like, it just takes time. Sometimes you can't just read a book and like 
no. So anyways, yeah. Um, in theory, I get it. I think it's a really dark fucking question. <laughs> that's all I'll say about it. Yeah. That's a very uh, politically uh, good answer. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty. Oh, excited. you're going to get us both canceled here if we <laughs> go on this. It's topic. not even just that. I just know, like, you know, yeah, there could be a lot of underlying things, like why someone would do that. I, I maybe it's a more sensitive topic, but yeah, I, I, in theory, I get it. Weak-minded people eliminating themselves, yes, like not procreating evolutionarily. I can see <laughs> your a, point, Paul. There's a, there's a, there's a there, 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 all I'm saying is, yeah, it could be a benefit. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, if, oh yeah. my god, yeah. yeah. I'll let you say that. I'm gonna get letters. Um, <laughs> So do you think, so I, I think we, we talked about this a little bit at the beginning, but mm-hmm. uh, you, you think society is in general weaker because we coddle people so much though? I mean, that yeah. you've heard, have you heard of the term like the pussification of America? Yeah, it's true. And I will tell you, I was talking about this the other day, like as a woman, I can literally, and you're going to think I'm crazy and maybe it's not all that, but like I've now done a, I have like a, sample size of like a handful like maybe around 10 or something of guys I've like been around or date or whatever and like I either feel really relaxed in my nervous system or I don't and the guy that don't I was dating this one guy okay he was a vegetarian he fed me lots of steak so it's okay he's vegetarian and I just knew that he had low testosterone I was like I don't feel this like guys with high tests like you just feel their like lust for you like I can't explain it it's it's not this like perversion lust it's just this like like virality that you just feel it as a woman or like my nervous system being really calm. And I wasn't feeling that around him. He was like into me, but it wasn't like this depth, this like other was primal, he, like thing. Do you think, do you think it was like, cause I feel like uh, guys who do have low T are very mm-hmm. e- e- effeminate, you know, like they, they're just very feminine in, in their actions. And, 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 you know, masculine guys are sort of like, they sort of go for what they want. They don't put, beat around the bush, right? Yeah. Well, he, he, yes, I think most of the time the guys are feminine, but it's just like a softness. Not, it's not even feminine all the time. I met this one. Both of the guys that I know have low T because like they told me their actual stats. These two guys, one guy I didn't date, this other guy I did, but like I met him in Miami and I just could tell that he also had low T. He was like kind of like soft. He was having problems in his relationship, like, and just didn't seem to really care about it. And I was just like, I'm pretty sure. And I asked, I ended up asking him and he, he had low T and he was working on it for like this other health issue. But mm. like, yeah, it's this, um, it's, it's more so than effeminate. It's just soft. Like the guy that I was dating, I would not categorize him as effeminate. He definitely like made the moves that he wanted to make like a little too much that I had to kind of whatever, but like, it wasn't, it, it's this other quality. It's like the, even standing next to a guy when he's not making the move, you can feel their body, like want to like be you know it's this like pull maybe i i can't that's the best like animal do. magnetism yeah because yeah. the other guy he was quite masculine he was like an entrepreneur he he like read all we were actually reading um the way of the superior man like no not that one what's the other one out yeah maybe it's the way of the superior man together um, it's a pretty popular one yeah yeah it's a good one it's yeah good. Yep. that's the older one right there's two i get them mixed up one of them i don't like the author so i don't want to but i can't remember anyways he was like pretty masculine but it wasn't it wasn't this like deeper feeling and like it was kind of like weak like even his like thought process with like meat and like 
this other guy too was just weak and you could feel it. And so, yeah, I think, anyways, I think it's like a cultural issue, but I also think it could come from like, you know, chemical stuff in our bodies. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. we're all just weaker, like energetically. You, and, you posted on, I think it was yeah. on Instagram today on one of your stories uh, yeah. that it's low, low testosterone is becoming an epidemic. It, it's the, the thing that makes me so angry is like, it's been an epidemic. It's been mm-hmm. a massive fucking issue. Testosterone levels are down 50% since like mid 1970s, 50%. That's mm-hmm. fucking crazy. And as a woman, like, I don't know, we, you just feel it. I was at the beach one day. I was like looking around, like, I wouldn't, I don't want any of these dudes. They were all, they had yeah. these like more feminine body types, like just like more svelte and like, like softer. And I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's sad. And it's, but it's, yeah. it's a serious issue. And I think, yeah, vegetable seed oils, like the vegan vegetarian diet, there's so much bullshit. Do you Birth think, in the water. so you, you think it's, uh, yeah, you think it, you think a lot, a lot of it's uh diet chemicals, stuff like that. Cause I know, um, I know stuff like deodorants, right? Like mm. male, male deodorants, soaps, they have parabens in it. Parabens like cause, uh, cause testosterone to, to be low um guys drink beer beer uh, actually causes uh, yeah. estrogen uh, production yeah. so do you think it's it's stuff like that i mean because why, why is it like the you know american dad with the beer at, at the barbecue that's the thing it's like so american to drink beer you know i just think it's yeah yeah well and since you? since i was gonna say since like the 70s uh yeah. i mean that's that's when like our a lot of our dietary problems have started basically like the the food pyramid mm-hmm. when they started cutting fats out like i'm i'm a big keto guy right yeah. but i don't think i don't think keto's for everybody necessarily but around that time that's mm-hmm. when they were really pushing low fat diets they started putting sugar in everything mm-hmm. um everyone like they started really saying oh you need to increase your grains so everyone started eating like cereals and breads and stuff like that and and if you looked at the the original food pyramid i mean grains was like the, the, the bottom the biggest thing it's um, literally slave food they used to literally not like take meat away from like slaves like people that whatever just to like make them weaker so that they wouldn't leave like it's crazy when you think about it, when you actually look into the history like Kellogg's the guy who invented Kellogg's yeah. made it because he wanted to curb the sexual appetite of like this weird church thing or whatever yeah like and now okay you're gonna like put that at the entire base of like what we need to eat it's absolutely fucking crazy in my opinion right <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and and a lot of people just they don't they don't understand that because uh, oh you, you, I can't get rid of my baked potato dude you're gonna you're gonna ask me to get rid of baked potatoes yeah dude you don't need that oh, my <laughs> you God. know just yeah. meat, meat and veggies, man. Come on. That's all you need. But, but yeah, a lot of that stuff is, I will say this though, full, um, other end of that spectrum. Mm-hmm. When I was getting ready for the Tough Mudder, uh, yeah. I did, a, I did a whole podcast on this, but I was getting ready for the Tough Mudder. I was doing carnivore because mm-hmm. I was really trying to cut weight so that when I was doing all the body weight stuff for, for, uh, Tough Mudder, like the mm-hmm. swinging on the rings and stuff like that, I would be lighter and doing carnivore caused my T levels to plummet. Just really, yeah, yeah. Because I've heard the complete opposite. Oh, wait, tell me. Yeah, because so I was. I mean, I was just eating meat, and um, and that was it. So, it meat and eggs, and it maybe some cheeses, but pretty much mm-hmm. that that was it. And um, I just had a severe lack of um 
minerals. So I was lacking magnesium mm. and zinc primarily, and mm. it caused my T levels to just completely plummet. I was not very clear headed. I was very foggy. Yeah. Um, I was forgetful all the time. And when I realized what it was and I started taking mineral supplements, mm. um, started coming, everything started coming back to normal, but it was a, it was a mineral deficiency. So I, I don't, I think people's results may vary, but that's, that was my experience with it. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I read a blog article and I sent it to some guys about a guy who went on a steak and eggs diet and paired it with um, weight training uh-huh. and he would eat like sweet potatoes on Sundays or something. Mm. And he increased his testosterone by 200 points. It was wow. like in like mid 400s, got into like the mid 600s or something. You know, you um, know, what's um, been helping yeah. mine is um, so I got, I got back on keto, but um, I saw a, a TikTok video of a guy. He's a bodybuilder who was, he used to do uh, steroids back in the day and the problem with like TRT steroids and stuff like that is when you get off of it, like your body stops producing it. Oh, and so he, no one told him that. And so he had all these problems with low T. And so he was trying to bring it back naturally. And one thing that he found was by significantly increasing his vitamin D3, oh. his, his, his testosterone started going up like a crazy amount. So I started taking basically what he was recommending with vitamin D3. And I've noticed that it's like completely night and day. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Noted. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, It's not talked about. You should make a whole podcast on that, Paul. I feel like more men need to be talking about it. I need to be looking at it because, you know, doctors, the whole medical establishment has changed the standard that they've Mm. changed where testosterone levels should be in 2022. Like, you know, if you're a 32 year old male, they're like 50% lower the standard is than where it was in like the 1970s. So like this goes looking- back to bullying this, yeah. <laughs> right? Like we're coddling people instead of like fixing the issue. Like let's make people feel better about their low testosterone by sh- shifting the, the bar. Yeah. It's like yeah. testosterone, po- low test positivity or something. Like I will not be backing that movement. No, no. that's stupid. That's, that's ridiculous. Actually, you know, um, speaking of, red pill rejects uh <laughs> rich cooper Sorry I said that. I, nah, I, look no, i know okay. that the ideology it is what you say it is and i actually of course back that how could i not back that i just think yeah. in practice a lot i've because i've fallen down those youtube rabbit holes too and it's not just no, the no, commenters I, I, that are anti-woman <laughs> i i agree with you actually there's yeah. a there's a in fact this guy R- richard cooper he mm-hmm. He doesn't like calling things red pill anymore because of like, the n- <laughs> right? too far. Right. So he's yeah. he calls it like unplugging or whatever. I'm like, dude, it's semantics. But okay. he um anyway, his, he has a book, uh, The Unplugged Alpha, great book. And he has a whole section on uh men managing their endocrine system and mm. you know, making sure that their testosterone levels are optimal. And he's saying he's saying the same thing. Basically, doctor, you go to a doctor, they'll say, "Oh, well, your T levels are normal." He's like, "Well, I don't want it to be normal. I want yeah. it to be optimal. I want it to be what the way it was when I was like 21, you know." Yeah. And you know, uh, a, a a a a slight breeze would cause me to have a heart on, you know, like, <laughs> just, like that. That's what I want, you know. When bring I'm like, back easy heart on, right? When I'm, when I'm 40, 50 years old, that's what I want. So that's being normal is not the case right and, and like you said they they lowered that ah that's let's bring back bullying jesus um so, 
So I saw this, uh, let's getting back to the bullying topic though. We went like way off on a tangent. (laughs) I saw this article. It was from 2010 in the daily mail. And it said that bullying and more importantly, standing up to bullies it, mm-hmm. It's good for development in kids. And, and one of the things that I've learned, because I have, you know, I have kids in school, is that schools, uh, they they try so hard to stop bullying. Like mm-hmm. they try, they're trying to push this whole concept of teaching kids not to bully. Um, if if like the slightest bit of bullying happens, like they cl- clamp down on it. Mm-hmm. But it they never teach kids to stand up to bullies. And if you stand up to a bully. You're, you're you get in trouble you get yeah. in trouble for it yeah. but it actually makes studies have showed that it actually makes them better kids you know it said yeah. um it said boys who stood stood up to bullies and schoolyard enemies were judged more socially competent than their teachers yeah you well you're respected you're like okay you have a backbone you just stood up for yourself like you, you know mm-hmm. how could that not like benefit positively on your character but yeah like the school system has it totally backwards and parents too like i was always reprimanded even if i was doing something with like you know was helping someone else or myself you know it was like if if you cause any conflict you were in trouble but like yeah i think if we supported kids defending themselves and made that you know, the end goal, I think it could be really like positive experience. I think men should protect women, you know, if it's like a guy against a girl, but like girls against girls and guys against guys, yeah, stand up for yourselves and learn healthy conflict too. You know, a lot of girls like become nice girls and then they don't, they don't have a spine or a backbone and they just like allow these awful friends in their lives. Right. But like, Mm -hmm. I don't know, learning how to stand up for yourself. It's like, that's a skill that's going to take you really far and only benefit you. Yeah. So you say nice girls Mm -hmm. is, is that very similar to like nice guy syndrome? No, it's actually different. It's kind of, you know, I think that there are overlaps, but nice guy syndrome is just guys trying to get pussy, like by like being nice to girls, nice girl syndrome is like, I was never validated for my anger or like I, I had to, I had to um, like soften my reactions to survive a living environment or like we learn to like betray our own needs, you know, for the needs of others, like very, Mm. and women are naturally submissive, right? This is like, it goes, it's like societal, it's, you know, in our genes, but like with the wrong people, right. With people who are not, don't have your best interest at heart. can be messy and I, I work with a lot with um nice girls and like confidence levels it's like you it's like bullies you let bullies like keep at you and it's going to erode your self-esteem versus like learning how to stick up to that yourself and like gaining a strong self-esteem so i mean some nice guys have that problem as well though they like yeah. they they don't know how to set boundaries they don't know how to get their needs met um mm-hmm. Yeah, and stuff like that. And so they they sort of let people walk all over them. They think that, oh, if I if I do all this stuff, this nice stuff for people, like I'll I'll eventually get mine and stuff. And that's Mm. it's it's all covert contract type stuff. It's not the same for women, though. Um, actually, no, a lot of what you said is very similar, I guess. You know, it's interesting. I think maybe nice guys are more, in my opinion, overtly manipulative. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's just because I'm more like, like. You can feel they're just trying to like fuck you but with girls it actually is still a manipulation so i will say that there is a big parallel but it's like it's not just for pussy right it's for like you know validation or like yeah maybe like a codependency thing like you said covert contract i like that language like mm-hmm. okay if i do this and i expect you know the same treatment or whatever yeah 
do they so like yeah i mean the the thing with nice guys is Mm -hmm. they will do all this nice guy stuff Mm -hmm. expecting something in return and when they don't get that then they like have a hissy fit about it you know yeah that's what i mean it's like you weren't really nice it's a manipulation it's like right yeah but nice girls you know that plays out with nice girls and that like if you're so nice and you're so sacrificial and always struggling else you do build resentment when you know something happens where they're not uh, reciprocating that in a way it's like okay then did you do that just to get something in return like this mm-hmm. i just think it's a little bit more maybe unconscious with women and we don't have a singular goal in that in the instance that i mentioned got it okay yeah. um let's talk a little bit about generational differences um so we were chatting yesterday and and you were saying that you were watching uh, uh some videos from some gen x um, lady, uh, now, so like growing up, I, I don't even know what fucking generation I'm in. I think I'm like, I'm not gen X because I, I was born a little bit after that. I was born in 79. I, I saw somewhere. I think uh, that's called I think you're gen X. Is that gen but X? You're, you're closer to boomers then, right? No, you're gen no. X. You're healthy gen X. 79. I'm pretty sure is gen is X. It, is that gen X? Um, yeah. Cause someone said, I, I've read somewhere too. And I, I just think that's people just making up names. Um, <laughs> there's a thing called Xennials, which is between oh. gen X and millennial. Oh, interesting. and you know, they're talking about how like we're the best generation, which I agree, but because <laughs> <laughs> everybody's generation's the, the best, but yeah. so, so bullying when I was a kid um, and I got bullied a lot. In fact, in fact, a lot of people out there might know uh, one of my one of my biggest bullies. Uh, he's now the lead drummer for the band Rise Against. Mm. His name is uh, Brandon Barnes. He, Worked out pretty well for him. That clearly. son of a bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So growing up, Brandon Barnes, the lead drummer for Rise Against, was uh, he was like one of the he was one of the most popular kids growing up, and um, but he was a he was a total bully. Mm. He was probably. Pretty pretty good bully. I, and I wouldn't say like, you know, physical bully, but he would like make fun of you and stuff like that. Um and uh but and he was always big too. He was always like bigger, so it's not like you could do anything about it because he would whoop your ass. <laughs> <laughs> so like for me, uh like growing up, like I said, uh, you know, I would get into a lot of fights. I would get into a lot of scraps. I don't think I I don't think I ever got into an actual fight with with Brandon, but I got in fight with fights with some of his friends um a couple of mm-hmm. times. Um, so, I mean, that's just how we handled it. Like we just, we just got in fights. Like if you got, you got bullied <laughs> enough, you would like, you got sick of it. You would throw down and we would, you know, my parents would teach you to, they would teach us stand up to bullies because okay. that's the only way that, that they'll, they'll back uh, down. Right. Yeah. If you punch a bully in the face, you might get your ass whooped, but they'll, they'll think twice about bullying you again because they don't want to get punched. In the get face. punched <laughs> right. So they'll, they'll go, you know bother some softer target someone that says don't stand up to bullies and Mm -hmm. um so i mean that's that's sort of how i was raised right like you just you stood up to bullies um and it sort of made you a a, it made it gave you built character Mm. you know how what what was it like for you growing up morgan for me growing up what generation are you are you a millennial i'm a millennial Oh, yeah. fucking millennials. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, there was a point in time like all of the media like hated millennials. And I was oh, like, yeah. what the, do we do? The 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 boomers and Gen Xers fucking hate millennials. That's for yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um bullying for me growing up. I 
I, again, I think it was mostly relational aggression um, with, for me. Yeah. Just, there was this one girl. Oh my God. She, she actually, this one girl used to bully me from like my, uh, for acting stupid and for my ass. I have like a, an ass to me. I'm like a white girl. I'm like, was, you know, growing up in this very homogenous, like very white school. And like, I stood out, whatever. She, uh, ridiculed me for that. Turns out she's what's a wrong lesbian. With your, what's wrong with your ass, Morgan? I have a fantastic ass. It was just okay. like <laughs> larger. It was, it was bigger. And I was like this, like, it was like, you know, how some girls grow their boobs really early. Like I grew my ass really early. And this was like back in early 2000s. JLo, I don't even think was on the map yet, but like, oh, okay. you know, the ass was not on the map. Kim Kardashian put the ass on the map. And then, and then the same, like this one guy, Derek, he, oh my God, I have this story. He was like, <laughs> uh running behind me in physical in phys ed it was before I like learned what spandex were and like I was also like 12 years old and uh anyways he was just laughing at my ass and it like traumatized me I was like I always would get attention for it and I was like oh my god this guy and then he took me to prom like years later it's so, like people <laughs> come around you know <laughs> but um but yeah it was mostly just like relational aggression bullshit oh and Perry that girl ended up being a lesbian. She was like the meanest girl to all of these girls in school. Turned out she actually liked girls and she was overcompensating. So it, interesting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I think, yeah, it uh for my character. Well, it helped my character. I like grew to really love my body and you know, target my glutes when I go work out to make them even nicer. You do you do squats now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like the uh what is it the Smith machine like that's my go-to oh okay yeah that's good uh, yes. <laughs> so okay so millennials make fun of asses all right that's <laughs> that's the big generational difference <laughs> I'm gonna make content one day about how, what it was like growing up before the ass was on the map as a white girl because it was a truly unique <laughs> experience um, but again, grew to love my body. And thank God Kim K came around, you know, she really helped with that. Too. Was there anything, um, cause I, I got a story here, but, uh, yeah. was there any bullying experience that caused you to like make a significant change in your life, whether it was good or bad? Mm. Yes. <laughs> when I first started making TikToks, my eyebrows were huge. And I just like, like didn't realize that they were so big um, and like dark too. So I don't know, my eyebrows look good now. I like really took it to heart. And um, and yeah, so that was like the most recent, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Oh, then I have two stories then, I guess. Okay. I have a TikTok bullying story myself. Yeah. Um, okay. No, so when I was in junior high, mm -hmm. um, I wore school, uh, wore shorts to school like mm -hmm. a couple of times, mm -hmm. but my legs were so pasty white <laughs> that people would give me absolute shit about how <laughs> white my legs were so much. So that I stopped wearing shorts mm -hmm. and wore, I literally wore pants until I was like 35. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't wear, I didn't wear shorts like uh, until like I moved out here to Colorado and, um, wow. I, and I started, I, it, it gets so hot out here too. So I live on the Western slope next, uh, pretty close to Utah. So it's desert. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it gets like 110 out here in like August. Right. And I'm wearing jeans and I was dating this gal and she's just like, 
I can't believe you're wearing jeans. You know, it's so hot out here. And I was just like, yeah, my, my legs or whatever. And she was just like, just wear some fucking shorts. Right. <laughs> so my girl, my girlfriend bullies me. And so I, so I started wearing shorts out here and it turns out, get this. If you wear shorts enough when it's sunny out, your legs stop turning white. It's, it's, yeah. so weird. it's so weird. So. <laughs> anyway, so that, that was a, a, a bullying experience where I, I didn't wear shorts for a long time. And then now I wear shorts that, like in the summer That's and beautiful. stuff. Now. But I love that. <laughs> and it was good, right? It was, it was, it was to my benefit. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, okay. So then uh, like a few times last year making TikToks, mm-hmm. uh, people were giving me shit about my hairline, right? Because I, I do have like a receding hairline, you know, um, it would never so go to for dudes. Oh, it, oh it's so <laughs> bad. And so, uh, yeah. And so, and I wear hats a lot just mainly cause I like wearing hats, but people were like, oh, let's see your, let's see what your hair looks like, dude. And stuff. It was like, okay. There was a couple of times where I, I wasn't wearing my hat and people were giving me shit about my hairline. And so finally I was just like, you know what? They're right. It, it it is thinning. Let me do something about it. And so I just, I fucking decided to shave my head like earlier this year and I've just decided to own it. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah my hair was thinning. So I shaved my head. You should do the same thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so that's that. positive bullying, positive mm-hmm. bullying. All right. All right. We've come. We've come. will always show you exactly what you need to work on. Let me tell you. People on the internet, man, they are brutal. Um, it's partially why I haven't like, yeah. Sh- well, yeah, I'm just more concerned because I just know it just invites so many comments. I'm just like, you have to have boundaries with it. People yeah. get a little carried away. A little bit, a little bit. Yeah. All right. Well, we're, uh, we're in an hour here, Morgan. It's been great. Talk to you about why we should bring back bullying. And uh, I, I think, uh, I think we've got some, we're going to have some converts after this. Uh, <laughs> and after Paul's retreat, he'll bully you. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's why, Oh, I should have a bullying retreat. Like how to yeah. properly. So Morgan, where can, uh, where can people find you online? You can find me at the Morgan May on TikTok and Instagram and uh, www.themorganmay.com. It's my website where you can see Paul's episode <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. Morgan, thanks a lot. I'll give you your evening back. Thanks, Paul. Morgan, thanks again, as always, for joining me. You're welcome back anytime. You know that. You've, you and uh, Brother Luke have probably been the, my most consistent guests that I've ever had. <laughs> And uh, I really enjoyed talking to you, Morgan. You're you're uh, you're a fun gal. Um, you have some unique insights on things. Um, I know that uh, during the recording, you were like, <laughs> you weren't sure about it, and then after the recording, you're like, um, was this really my best performance? It's like, you know what, this was good. You know what, the, some of this was supposed to be sort of tongue in cheek. Some of it was supposed to be fun. You know, we're not supposed to take all this seriously. And, and, you know, by no means are, are Morgan and I experts on, you know, mental health. So take what we said with this with a grain of salt. That's for sure. All right, guys, uh, be sure to join the Patreon, patreon.com slash come on man pod. The links are going to be in the description. Remember in January, the pricing is going to change and there's only going to be three tiers available. So if you want the current pricing, the current benefits sign up now because pricing is going to go up in January. And um, if you sign up now and, and, and select the annual option, you save 15% off the normal price 
plus you lock in uh, the current price for an entire year and you lock in the current benefits. So check that out. Patreon.com slash come on man pod. Get on the email list list.comeonmanpod.com and get some free stickers. There's uh so this one says uh, none of you can be first, but all of you can be next. Stole that from Ric Flair. There's uh, two other stickers available. There's one that says red pilled and another one that says not a nice guy. They're pretty fun stickers. Uh, really. I just want to be able to contact you. If I ever get deplatformed. you know, if, if uh, Andrew Tate situation ever happens. So, Get on the email list, list.comeonmanpod.com. All right, guys. I think that's all I have this week. Oh, be sure to remember in January, I'm going to start doing live streams twice a week. So if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel, do it right now. All right, guys. Catch you next week on Monday. This has been the Come On Man podcast. New full episodes served hot every Monday morning on your favorite podcast platform of choice. So subscribe now. Follow Paul on social media. The links are in the description. Now, go out and get it.